Good evening. On this episode of Because Therapy is Expensive, Lisa wanted to open up and share about her recent female experience. Um, her her um, first mammogram. Yes, my first mammogram, not my first girl experience, because that's what you made it sound like. So you well, I'm not, remember? Um, well, no, I've been wanting to get one for a while. But, you know, you just go on. Like the new shirt. I've been wanting to get that shirt for a while. <laughs> I wanted to try it out, see if it was good. Um, so, well, I actually went in because they finally had appointments. So I actually first went for, you know, that lovely uh, pap smear. It's been a few years since I've had one. And um, when you get in there, you're like, oh, it's just as fun as I remember. <laughs> you sit there and you wait in your robe. Wait, okay, this is the weird part, though. My first time ever having, um, you have a sheet on. Basically, you have no pants on, but you're wearing a mask. It's like, this is really weird. <laughs> and you're sitting on the bed waiting for the doctor. And you're waiting, and you're waiting. You're like, okay, this is getting awkward. And luckily, it was a female doctor because I forgot to specify what you can ask you know if you want female or male at Kaiser um, and it's just as fun as ever it's and I, and I feel like you you're never low enough on the the chair they're always like lower 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 like you want literally you're hanging off the edge of the bed or chair whatever you call it and then when you're finally at the right spot it's like her chair is like, or your chair, all of a sudden it's all, ooh, like they rise it to eye level. Like, this is great. This is, I'm like, wow, look at that. I had one done, it's been a couple years. Um, I had a resident do it, and it was very awkward. At your apartment. <laughs> a resident, one of my um, residents that live next door. Um, I had a resident do it because my doctor's pretty booked, although she was in the room the whole time. And I was thinking, um, I tried to book an appointment with you, but they said you were busy. So, yeah. And then I'm, sometimes when I lay, you lay on your back and then my stomach will start making noises. I'm not hungry, but it, it was weird like. they're telling you to stand up and you're there underneath you. Yeah. <laughs> It was, um, kept making noises and she's like, are you hungry? And I'm like, can you just get this over with please? And I don't even know how far they had me open because my, the doctor was sitting like away from the resident lady and she's like, oh my gosh, you have a cyst. I can see it. And I'm thinking, oh my God, you're sitting on the other side of the room. Like how awkward is this? And it was like a two hour test. Cause I don't think I would let the resident do it again. Cause they were real slow, like trying to go real, like. Two hours is beyond. It felt so, two hours. No. It felt long because the she's. The lady that gave her the massage. <laughs> she found her. <laughs> I was like, these fingers feel familiar to me. So What's that pain? <laughs> so, yeah, it was um, not fun. I, No, and I felt like the doctor that I had, she was um, not very talkative. I mean, I don't want her chit-chatting the whole time, but I just felt like she didn't really. I'm like, I really would like, you know, ask me any questions, see if I had any concerns. She really didn't do that. So I was um, a little disappointed. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just, 
horrible. It's like, I, I hate those. You just feel so nervous. And, and then after, you know, it's like, okay, you can, you know, they give you something to wipe up with and put your clothes on. And then the nurse will be right back in with you. And so after that, oh, she asked me too, though, if I, um, I think she asked about a mammogram and I said, no, I haven't had one, but I don't know where they, they used to take walk-ins. I said, I don't know if they're doing that because of COVID. And she goes, I don't know. We'll find out. So the nurse told me, we'll just go downstairs and ask if they're doing walk-ins. If not, you know, make an appointment. So I went downstairs and I asked and they actually had an opening right then for a mammogram, which I was like, damn it. <laughs> I was hoping you were booked for another six months. Uh, and it's like, well, I might as well. I've already had my pants off. Might as well have my shirt off too here, you know. So the lady calls me back. And she was, now she was very talkative. She talked the whole entire time. I, I don't know if she's just a talkative person or if she's trying to make you feel more comfortable. But she's looking like, oh, is there a reason you're having one? She goes, oh, you're in, this is your first time. You're a newbie. And um, she's all, you're a, when you hear the word like baseline, that's what they're going to base all your future mammograms on. And, and I said, I think I'm a little late in having one because um, of my age. But I think she said Kaiser recommends like you start at 40 unless you have a history of breast cancer. Yeah. And, I, and in immediate family, like a mother or a sister. And I said, no, my grandma, you know, had breast cancer twice. And they said then every two years they'll require you to get a mammogram. But so, you know, she gives you a gown. Put the gown on with the open side, obviously, in the front. <laughs> um, it's just weird. You're just you're standing there with your pants on, your shoes on, but your robe is all open. Like, it's just weird. And then, yeah. <laughs> and she's telling you, you know, what's going to happen. Have, what have you heard? I mean, she was really nice, but she was. And then she's like, now, sometimes when you have smaller breasts, we have to take extra pictures or, and she kept saying that. I'm like, all right, I get, I have smaller breasts. I mean, do you think it's funny? You continuously are reminding me that my breasts are small and you have to, like, they squeeze those things, those suckers down. And then they're like, and then the first time she didn't, she didn't warn me that I had to hold my breath. So I didn't really get a, take a deep breath. She says, hold your breath. It's like, and you feel like you're gonna like pass out because you're wearing a mask and she says hold your breath but you didn't get a chance to really breathe <laughs> yeah that was um really interesting just getting your boobs smushed 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 and you I just felt like my nipple was gonna explode and she's just talking away moving move closer your face is like lined up against this plastic sideways and it's it was um just interesting. I was like, okay, hmm, I'm glad I don't have to do this for another two years. May I? And then she said, oh, you want to come see? Come here and I'll show you what uh, mammogram pictures look like. And I'm like, I would really just rather go put my shirt on <laughs> since you won't let me have my robe back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're just, you don't even have to wear a robe. Just take it off and come see your pictures. I'm like, um, okay. Oh, see, uh, I've had like three mammograms already. And it's fun when they're like pushing your back up. <laughs> yeah, I'm a pro because no, I even get I the little this. nipple cover. I got this. <laughs> so I don't squirt my milk juice out of plastic. I thought everybody got those, but apparently it's just me. Like you feel like you're a. Because your breasts are so small, you don't need those. 
Lisa and her tiny breasts. <laughs> tiny, tiny. I said I wasn't. I didn't so. know they took extra pictures because you have tiny With breasts. Cell phone, the yeah. cell phone. She said, I just need to get a better. I'll email this right to the doctor. <laughs> From my cell phone. <laughs> Let me go ahead and text this to Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. No, I didn't get offered any nipple protection. <laughs> well, maybe it's because they knew I was coming in for. <laughs> leakage <laughs> they're like put this on we don't want to clean up after you in that way because <laughs> they do yeah they squish you and then you're like bent in and have to keep your back straight and yeah your arm has to go up and that's why you, did you wear deodorant because you didn't know yeah. you were getting it so did you have to wipe yourself down would you have not worn deodorant or like you're not allowed to if you're getting a mammogram. Oh. You can't wear deodorant, lotion, any kind of sprays in that area because you literally are pressed up in um, very robotic ways. And then you have to hold the pose as your boobs being squished and between hold plates. Hold your breath. Oh, yeah. Hold your breath. Don't move. Keep your boob up. Don't move. It's, well, it's really move. awkward because <laughs> your, your boobs coming out. You can't like, change your mind. Pull it out. It's in this compressing. I haven't had one done, and I don't doesn't sound like I want to get one done. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm not 40 yet. Um, so, <laughs> but the pap smear, yeah, when you're done, you feel like you need to go like wipe your butt. <laughs> you're like, I'm all gooey, and you're walking like you just got off a horse because you're like, I need to go wipe. It's so uncomfortable. I don't think I walked like I was. Well, you were there for two hours. I was not. But after, I'm like, can I go use the bathroom? Because this towel's not really doing anything for me. This napkin you gave me. Thank you. They gave you, like, wax paper. No, they gave me, like, a napkin that you used to eat with. You know, I'm like, okay, thank you. You're like, I got a napkin in my purse here. Take this one. You're all, oh, is this from, like, a... Del Taco. Yeah, a it's spoon and a lunch. fork package. <laughs> yeah. a here, here's my Taco Bell lunch. No, I got um, I had a pelvic ultrasound, but the you know the vagina, the, the vaginal, endovaginal. Okay, yeah. Well, I wasn't. It was the normal one, and then that one. Yeah, but she's telling me the girl, put your feet up on the footrest. I'm like on the stirrups, and she's like, we are not allowed to call them that here. Why? The doctor feels it's inappropriate. That I am calling it like you guys are farm animals. You're like, I'm like, no. but it's called a stirrup. You're like, being here with you looking at my vagina is just inappropriate anyway. So, <laughs> like, I don't think that makes me feel any more comfortable you no. telling them footrest. Like, oh. It's not a spa. No, no. <laughs> Somebody's in my vagina with a long stick. Yeah. This <laughs> and it ain't foreplay. paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't exciting to me. This is not fun. <laughs> and having some chatty Kathy down there like, la, 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 la. I never had that. She was, it was, she was just like, screw the dinner. Let's get straight to it. <laughs> no, mind like the foreplay. <laughs> Let me talk, but talk too much about her own stuff. It was like therapy for herself talking. Are you talking about her vagina? No, like her boyfriend and her ex and this and that. And yes, she's like a, one of these talks a mile a minute. And I'm like, okay, well, you don't get a word in edgewise. And you just sit there with her and she's doing the ultrasound. And, okay, we're done. I'm like, that's nice. I 
guess if um, it was hurting, she was upset about her ex or something like that. <laughs> You're like, calm down. I'm not him. Um, when I had to do an internship at an an ultrasound place in um, in the ghetto, we the guy would make us do the endo as a student without anybody in there. And I'm like, I don't really know what I'm doing right now. Yeah, we on the the patients that would come in, he would just be like, here, just stick it in and you know what to do. You're in school for it. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. I've never done one before. We did not do them on each other at school. I would not have volunteered for that. We had a doll, uh, um, a mannequin, but they never they never taught us on it. So it was like, he's like, here, there you go. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, it was different. I mean, I'm glad I had a girl because I've had a guy and it's very awkward. But uh, I don't want to hear about your personal life while you're in my cooch. <laughs> It was weird. <laughs> like, it's weird because you're like, uh-huh, you don't want to say anything wrong. <laughs> you don't want her to poke. Go a little too far. Maybe she was thinking it was um, a friendly visit. Yeah, no. Like, she didn't want to make you more uncomfortable. So she's just talking about her stuff rather than being like, Could be. I don't know. I just laughed, though, when I got in because she's like, are you ready? And I was like, yeah. And she started the normal one. And she's like, you're the first patient today that's actually followed the rules drank all your water, had your mask on, like, came prepared. I'm like, okay, thanks. For your pap smear? No, for my ultrasound. No, my last pap well, smear. They, <laughs> they liked you dry. <laughs> so Lisa is dry, too. <laughs> and what did they tell you to use, Lisa? Coconut oil or aquaphor? What's aquaphor? Is that you? Is that lotion? Get it. <laughs> No, it's a special for dryness. <laughs> she says it's um, in the pharmacy. Or, um, so I use it. I'm like, okay. Okay, thank you. No. Coconut oil works, and it's cheaper. You, just, <laughs> you can't even squirt it on there. Squirt it? <laughs> you can get the coconut oil from the cooking section. And if you get liquefied. Julie specify. Lisa thinks you're talking about cooking spray. So she's just going to get some cooking spray. Some butter. Butter spray. Spray it up there. I don't know why Lisa's. Everything's following us. The animals. Lisa's got cooking butter spray. Nothing's sticking. Let me tell you that. Everything comes out real nice and clean. When I wash. It just. And then she told me. Um, not to use soap there, up there. You know, I know not to use, like, feminine products. Yeah, I already knew that. But she's like, yeah, just really take a washcloth and clean. She's all on the outer parts you can use soap. But but I'm like, I'm going to have to disagree with you. Um, I'm not going to say when I come back, you know, because I have some issues. I'm like, well, my doctor told me not to clean with soap. <laughs> I don't think other people are going to appreciate that either. <laughs> I don't, I don't think she might stick the bar of soap up there. If you can clean the outside area, but you don't want to get the soap up in there, you'll get an infection. Like, how are you? How far up are you cleaning in there? I'm going to say that if people don't use soap, you're going to have a lot of stinky women around. 
So I'm not going to listen to you. I'm going to say no. No on that one. (laughs) My last PAP, they did. And then they wanted to get, um, because I was complaining of cramping. So they were trying to get. Yeah, I'm like, this is not fun. Uh, I forget what she was doing, cultures. And then I did it. And then like a couple days later, they call me. And they're like, we need you to come back. And you think, oh, my God, because they're not telling you anything. Just come back. And then I call them and they're like, oh, the test didn't read right. We need to do it again. I'm like, that's not funny. Like, I don't want to go back for another round. Something, I don't know what they said, it, but it didn't, it didn't tag or something got messed up. And then, ooh, come back for round two. <laughs> A couple were, they, of were they all laughing in the background on the phone call? <laughs> they're down. They're all, you need to come back and then in the background they're like hee 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 well the girls out the front are bitches <laughs> they're not nice people if i didn't like the ob then i wouldn't go there but the girls in the front are you know what and they are really annoying so but yeah two rounds of paps and then and then after they're like go ahead and go to the bathroom and then i come out and they're like oh we needed you to collect urine again i'm like i but the 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 ob is really nice and she actually is you know trying to help me with other things so yeah they're not a they're not good in the front office like i've complained about them not answering ever and (laughs) it's like um she doesn't really say much because i i don't know i'm like you guys come don't want to to call them stirrups and you're more concerned about them being called footrest but then not answering your phone <laughs> it's weird but yeah so i got two rounds of the pap it was good stuff yeah, it's fun. they're always fun i know a couple years ago um i had to have i had like a cyst um and i had to have it uh removed and I didn't know that's what it was when I went into the emergency because I was in so much pain. Um, I first thought it was a yeast infection that wouldn't go away, but it ended up, it was, I was in a lot of pain. And that was not fun because it was um, a male doctor because it was the ER. And then, so they're like, we're going to have to, they were going to try to get me into, um, OB but they could not so they're like we're gonna go ahead because I was in a lot of pain so like I can't wait a week or two for this so they're like okay he's I'm gonna do it here so it was another doctor so I had two male doctors in there plus my husband and they had to let me tell you very painful they had to numb it so they had to stick a needle you know in and they have no it's not like the dentist where they can put some numbing topical down there like do 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 is it numb they just have to give you a shot and that hurts and then after you know they wait I don't remember how long then they start cutting and then they're cutting and I don't feel anything and then they go up a little higher and then I start feeling them cut me and he's like oh okay we're too high up I'm like yeah you want to I'm like I'm we took a tooth out (laughs) yeah and you're already trying not to move but you feel like pushing yourself away that was um that was very painful having to have that a needle down there and then cut with the blade and then yeah that was not a nice experience at all sadly i've had that during birth with brooklyn i don't numb 
So when they were stitching me up, he had to keep giving me shots down there because I could feel him cutting me. I'm like, oh. So, yeah, it's not fun. It's, <laughs> it's not a good time. No, they're just like, he's cutting into me. But I mean, you can't give you a shot. They can't. No, no. It's stick it in. Topical on a stick like the dentist gives. No, like coconut or raspberry flavored. <laughs> He's like, nope. I'm sorry. I'm like, oh god. I wish I would have brought some from work. I could do it myself. <laughs> I'm a hold on. I have some in my purse. Just give it five minutes. No. <laughs> Lisa's actually doing the. <laughs> <laughs> the visual for us about that. In case they didn't understand, I wanted to show them what I was doing. Well, Kaylee gave me her, um, she had some extra numbing stuff from when she got her lips done. And like a little, um, you know, like you get a makeup sample in a little container. And she's like, do you want this? <laughs> what is it? And she's like, it's like lidocaine for my, they gave it to me for my mouth, but I don't need it anymore. And what did like, you think you were going to do with it? <laughs> sure, because it was. <laughs> I like I don't want to rub it like on my cramps you know for cramping so I have the lidocaine patches I'm like I don't I don't know what to do with this I took it and then I'm like I don't so maybe you should rub hold on I don't know I'll just rub it down there and see what happens <laughs> let me see if this really works Lisa <laughs> see if they <laughs> swell up yeah see if you're like, oh, I could get a shot. I could recommend this to hospitals. <laughs> I will be the spokesperson for this. Not only does it work on your upper lips, it works on your lower lips, too. <laughs> so, Terry, when are you going to plan for your mammogram? Um, never. No, you got to get it. Mm -hmm. You need to get one. They have free ones. You have to look for them in California. For anybody older than 40, yep. you can get free screening mammogram. I'm not older than 40 yet, so I just don't see. Oh, don't worry. They have under 40, too, yeah. free programs. <laughs> I know, because I've done them. Because they, rec well, they recommend anyone who's had breast cancer, like from a mom or a sister or someone in that immediate, then you need to even probably in your 20s oh, go get one. But We're, um, we're high risk. Because we had grandma who had breast cancer, colon cancer, and bone cancer. Mom had endometrial, and our uncle uh, had no. He had the real bad one, pancreatic. Yeah, it was pancreatic cancer. So we're in what they say the triangle. So all of us, the kids of mom, or you know, are at a higher risk. So you have to go. You can go sooner because of that. Unfortunately. Cancer runs in our family, like moms, especially on mom's side. Many, many people in our family, cousins have died from cancer. So it's like, ooh, that's not not something I want to run in my family. <laughs> Be like boobs would have been nice, but no, had to have small breasts. As the mammogram technician reminded me, constantly the whole time I was there. And you probably had. Do you have very dense breasts? Yes. Because I have very dense breasts. So you'll probably have very dense breasts, too, because we all do. Well, I don't want the same lady Lisa had, because then she's going to be like, oh, those are tiny little baby boobies. sister Susan here like two weeks ago. She, I thought she had small breasts, but you, honey, take the cake. <laughs> she's like, you don't even need a mammogram. 
but Lisa goes to Kaiser. You don't have Kaiser. That's true. That's true. So maybe she just sticks with Kaiser and insults the patients there. (laughs) How can we even fit this in the machine? It's so small. (laughs) Are you a baby? Like, because these are so small. Like, I've never seen small boobs. Your nipples are so ginormous. (laughs) (laughs) They're super long, but the boobs are missing. So you have a boob on a boob. (laughs) Funny, funny. Why are you even wearing a bra? (laughs) Well, she did say that if um, they needed other, not why did you even wear a bra? Um, She thought, why are you even wearing a shirt at all? Um, (laughs) Aren't you a boy? Are you a boy? I'm like, wow, you're making me feel great. (laughs) I'm like, I feel so feminine. Um, Now you made me forget what I was going to say. No, it wasn't something about a bra. She even said or something like that. Oh, that if they need to do an ultrasound because they, they'll do that. They'll bring you back if they feel like they didn't get enough, um, good enough views. So let's hope my small breasts, there was enough pictures because they're so small you could get so many angles. I always have the ultrasounds after because my breasts are so dense. They're like, you have extremely dense. And because I've had a... Um, yeah, I went from small to imaginary. I was like, can we get a concave? I, I want to look fun. I want people to come up and try to touch them. Go, what's happening? Spend money on bras. Yeah, what's the point? No, I had a what is it? I had the lump, and then they had the lumpectomy, and so I have scars there. So we always have to come back and. Um, the scar tissue and work around but then I always have swollen lymph nodes so hope you don't well she also showed me and told me what yeah she's all Phil she's all put him in the machine for me push down um that she was showing me that what cancer looks like is she says it looks like small grains of salt and she goes even on very dense breasts it's white she goes you can see it and she's like, I don't see any of that in yours. I'm like, well, thank goodness. But I was like, wow, that's pretty. I don't know. She was very informative. She was really showing me a lot so that I, I feel like not just, oh, let's take your pictures and see what the doctor says. So I can actually see and understand what what I'm looking at besides my boob, which I thought looked pretty big in the picture. <laughs> Girl, those are monstrous. Oh, my God. I didn't even pay for those. Speaking of the salt grains, though, Lisa, you're going to make Julie hungry. Julie, why don't you explain to us your diet now? Yeah, I can't have milk, Lisa. It has too much sugar. Uh, I went in for a CT scan, uh, what, two, two and a half weeks ago for uh, swollen lymph nodes. And they came across that my liver is not, like, enlarged, but, like, engorged. <laughs> like, you look it up, and it's, like, normal female goes up to like 12 centimeters mine's at 20 so yeah i thought i'd like to be part of texas (laughs) so because it's enlarged and it's considered in the group with fatty liver because that's usually what enlarges a liver non-alcoholic let let me let me uh go ahead and say that because i'm not an alcoholic (laughs) yes when that's what they always ask if your liver's enlarged you must Normally, it's from being an alcoholic. 
So I have had to um, change my entire diet from eating to naughtiness. <laughs> That's what it feels like. It's like no sugars, no carbs, because carbs uh, digest in the body as sugar. And your liver has to be cleansed, and the sugar will make it worse. And so I can't eat, like, rice anymore. I'm now eating quinoa, which looks like birdseed and tastes like birdseed. And raw vegetables. Do you cook it or eat it? I do cook it, and it has no taste. It's And I've cooked it with, like, low-sodium broth and put vegetables in I'm like this sucks like you feel like you're eating the bird seed that you see in the bag the big bags with all the colorful things I thought oh I'll get rainbow to be festive and I can eat lean beef or lean lean meat and chicken yeah <laughs> it sucks no soda I've had to stop my soda which surprisingly hasn't been bad I I've been off soda yes. for three weeks. Give it another week or three yeah, weeks? yeah, I have stopped. Three weeks. The other day, you texted me and said it was six days. <laughs> no, six days was something else. No, that was the soda. You said yeah, I haven't had soda week. for. Oh, six maybe days. it's two weeks now. Because last weekend it was a week. It was a week. Oh, okay, two weeks. Because last weekend it was a week. Yeah, I'm hungry. <laughs> There's nothing to eat. Everything has carbs and sugar. <laughs> it's so bad. I'm starving. Celery is fabulous. Yeah, it might become. And I tried the cauliflower mash mush crap in the bags. Yeah. You all lie because it tastes like mushed up water crap. It has like no flavor. I didn't tell you anything about that. I did buy Julie cauliflower pizza crust. I did not. Tell her about rice cauliflower. I don't make that or eat it, so I can still eat rice. <laughs> and mashed potatoes. And all that stuff. But I do make a cauliflower where you mash it up like potatoes. However, that's all you'd be able to eat. I put in the sour cream, the cheese, the bacon, you know, so it's totally different. I can have light cheese. Oh, so you're like on a... You're on a... You got to just become vegan then because... I well, mean, because, well, vegans are no animals. So. But basically, it's just to cut everything out. So it's kind of like you're going vegan because they're on such strict diets. If I couldn't have sugar, I would die. It's <laughs> Literally die. It sucks because I'm like, I'm hungry. And then at night is usually when I want like a little treat or something. And then like, okay, so I bought raw organic honey off some lady on the street. That, you know, has a beehive thing. She does her bee thing. <laughs> because online, the, the benefits of raw honey is great. And then on some sites, it's great for your liver. And then on others, don't even try it because it's sugar. And your body processes it as sugar. But I'm like, so do you try it or don't you? Because the health benefits are wonderful. But... And what are the health benefits? Honey does... Sorry. Honey does a lot for your, uh, like, allergies, for your immune system. It helps clean things. It's good. Like, I've been giving it to Brooklyn to help her with her allergies. But it's like, so do you eat that or not? And I can't seem to get, like, clear answers. 
from the doctors on what to do yet because they don't really know what's causing this. They don't know why because my liver enzyme blood work is coming back fine. So there's an underlying issue which we're trying to figure out but it's like K okay, my OB who I talked to, she was like she goes, "Well, you know, every um radiologist has you know, it can differ a little on what their opinion is on how big. I said, well, what's your normal big? She's like, anything over like 14. I said, mine's at a 20. And she said, oh, shit. I'm like, yeah. So <laughs> she's like, yeah, you've got to get that under control before you can even start anything else. I'm like, but if that's not the, the main cause. There's something causing it. I have to figure out what's causing it. Because you gotta, to me, you would have to get the thing causing it under control before you can control the liver. Well, yeah. Otherwise, if you don't, if you don't figure that out, it's gonna continue, and then well, you have to figure what's also causing the constant swollen lymph nodes, right? Mm -hmm. It's like everything in your body's swelling up. <laughs> Julie, I did leave the latest issue of Woman's World at Mother's House. There's something in a, in it about fatty liver. This lady, it's a non-alcoholic fatty liver. Hers, I don't remember what the cause was it of hers, but they were saying something about choline. She lacked it. Have you heard anything about that? No, all my blood work comes up fine. The only thing in my blood work that is out of control is the, um, yeah, my alcohol consumption. <laughs> is the um, thyroid antibodies, which is why I have Hashimoto's. Well, Hashimoto's, I read, or is it Hashimoto's? Um, <clears throat> what's the other thing? That, oh, um, the Epstein-Barr. That, one of the rare side effects of that is the swollen liver. So that could also be contributing to you. You have many, many issues. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, I do have EBV. <laughs> we haven't shared that yet. <laughs> It's the Epstein-Barr virus. Which I've heard from doctors that everybody does have it. It's just some become... Some well, they say it's part of the, the mono family. And they said, oh, you would have known you had mono. I'm like, well, obviously I don't know because I have no clue what you're talking about. So that's a weird... But mine keeps going up and there's no doctor that really explains what it is and why my levels are still going higher but I don't understand how to read the test and the doctors tell you well it says you've either had it in the present or in the past <laughs> what the hell does well, that mean <laughs> that's what all of them will tell you and it's very confusing because I don't know I don't remember ever having mono do you guys remember me ever having mono no <laughs> Well, I remember that period you slept a lot. No, just kidding. No, I don't I, remember. I knew someone that had mono, but it wasn't Julie. It was I Julie knew someone in high school that had it, and they were out for a while yeah. with it. Yeah, and you know. That's what they're like. You know you had it. I'm like, I did not have it. I do not remember a time where I couldn't get up. They're also such a liar. <laughs> it's like a weird. What else could cause Epstein-Barr then? What other? Well, that's what family it's in. So whether or not it's. Like actually mono or how you get it, I don't know, but it's re it's in that family. Well, maybe it's because they don't know much about it, and they just say, "Well, you must have had mono," because most other people maybe have, and they don't. You're one of the rare 
people that have it's because asymptomatic from it or something. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so now I have to go to an infectious disease doctor. Because yeah. they are the only ones that apparently deal with it. Um, nobody else does. So I had to go through like five different doctors for my hematologist to finally tell me, I'll just go ahead and send you. I'm like, could you? Because a lot of the stuff that I have has no, like, uh, rhyme or reason. Like all the pain and they keep telling me it's, you have fibromyalgia. We think it's fibromyalgia. But I've never seen the doctors in person because, you know, coronavirus. I'm like, you can tell that over the phone, huh? Can you yeah, now? Like can you? <laughs> but you're, you're, the tone in your voice. They're like, you just, yep, yep, she has it. <laughs> so it's, but at people I've talked to about fibromyalgia describe the same pain as the other person. You know, like they all kind of describe it similar. And I'm like, do you feel like you're dying from the inside out? Like you're being poisoned? Uh, not so much like that. <laughs> I'm like, okay, then maybe I have a fibromyalgia, but on top of it, there's other issues. So it's very uh, frustrating and irritating because you can't get answers because all the doctors tell you, well, that's, I don't deal with that. Well, I don't deal with that. Well, what if they're all related? Who's going to deal with it? Because like the Hashimoto's, the endocrinologist, I told him my liver was enlarged. And what do I do? Because I have that Epstein bar, and they're like, well, we don't deal with that. <laughs> That's not their scope of practice. That's what they'll tell you. But even online, it says, yeah, I've read the liver could be related to the Hashimoto's. So is it or not? That's your specialty. Wouldn't you know? You would think. Like, uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. If you don't know, but that could be related, then how is it? Like, why are all these people writing about it online if it's, it has nothing to do with it? Contact the people writing it online. <laughs> Say, can you please help me? Because no doctors seem to know what they're talking about. They just keep referring and referring and referring. So when do you see the infectious disease doctor? I'm waiting for my approval from insurance to send that, and then I'll have to make an appointment. And hope that they're seeing people in person, because I'm really sick of the phone, over-the-phone appointments. Because I don't think you can um, really... <laughs> really um describe it the same as when you're in person with somebody and you can like point because they'll make you hold your phone well show me the parts of you that hurt i'm like right i'm not showing you my coochie <laughs> oh this isn't a pap smear <laughs> so it's frustrating i'm getting did you want me in the robe <laughs> i'll just drop my robe and you can see every part but it's it's very irritating because yeah, you see me. Do <laughs> you see Somebody any spots? <laughs> I'm kidding. And being hungry is making it worse because you're getting your. I get irritated now, and I'm tired. I'm very tired. It is one of those. Yeah, I am now. I'm like so tired by the end of the day. I'm like hungry, and it's like, well, let's just go to sleep. <laughs> so what? It's five o'clock. <laughs> Last night I had a piece of little piece of thin meat, but I was too tired and I, they're, I'm like they're not gonna eat the quinoa. I don't want to make a big thing, so I just did some asparagus and broccoli. <laughs> they're like, this is dinner. 
Oh God, please someone help my mom. And then when you pee after you eat asparagus, it, it sounds smells like you have an infection. You're like, what the hell is that? <laughs> oh yeah, I had asparagus. I did that once. I had asparagus for dinner and then I brought it to work the next day for lunch. And then later on, I went to the bathroom and I was like, good God, what is that smell? And I was like, oh, it's me. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> well, too, then I, um, I'm starting to take root beetroot capsules because it says it'll help the liver. So that's saying now on top of, you know, asparagus smell, <laughs> your pee can be red from the beets and your poop. <laughs> like I hope I don't forget I'm taking that <laughs> like a heart attack. Because <laughs> everything coming out of me will be red now. <laughs> yeah. And then on top of all of this. My landlord decided he wants his house back, and now we have to move. And I have a month, and there's nothing available. <laughs> it is a good time up in here. Julie and her family to stay. Uh, yeah, just become a gypsy. A gypsy stay. All right. Well, that was our fun episode. Um of everything <laughs> um health related issues and we are gonna call this episode because therapy is expensive we will see you all later because i have cameras in your house <laughs>